Have you ever dreamed of being able to make more money, live a better life, and have the financial freedom that's rightfully yours? Well now is your chance. With an engaging perspective and tone, your host Ryan Dement will guide you through your journey to financial freedom one step at a time. Let's get to it. Here is your host Ryan Dement. Hey guys, Ryan Dement from True Podcast. I hope you're having a great day. It's Wednesday. It's hump day. Uh, it's another day that ends in Y. I want to talk about inspiration. And I know it's tough out there, guys. We've got inflation going on. Gas prices are out of control. Housing prices are out of control. Life can be out of control. But you have to get back to your core elements. And those are family, friends, loved ones, the people that support you to get you through the tough times. Um, last week, I lost my dog. I will get a little emotional about it. Um, great dog. Lost him to cancer. And it came so quickly. I didn't even get a chance to battle it. Just two weeks and he was gone. Um he was barely 11. It's a black lab named Bob. And I miss him dearly. But it just told me and showed me that, you know, life is precious on a daily basis. And when life kicks you in the gut, you know, you got to find a way to get back up and be inspired to be thankful for the things that you have. Whether you're religious or not, I mean, it, things don't just happen on their own. You you have to you have to go through and and figure out what's going on and decipher it and fight through it. And with Bob, I I didn't get a chance to fight through it. He started acting sick. Um, I know labs are tough dogs. Took him to the vet and got an x-ray and he had a three and a half inch tumor in his lung, which predominantly when you find a tumor in a dog's lung, it's not primary, it's secondary. Um, so it was somewhere else, but we had to wait two weeks and some change to go in to see an oncologist. Uh, and during those two weeks, he just went straight downhill. Um, it was very nice that we were able to have my vet come to the house and do some really nice things for him and let him pass in peace at his home. Um, but it's tough when life kind of kicks you a few times and you got to get back up. It's been hard to get back up. And this is not the only thing that you know, is kicking me, but it's, it's, it's at the top of the list. There's struggles, you know, in other places, you know, the economy is out of, you know, I don't say economy. I should say the construction world is out of control. We're back to having issues with lumber and lumber as of today. I think it was almost thirteen hundred dollars uh, for a thousand board feet, which is we're right back into the top. 
um, and there's no relief in sight. And we're trying to build affordable homes, uh, and it's it, it's tough. You can't you can't pass on these additional costs in an affordable housing space unless you have some way to offset them through donations uh, or grants. And as a for-profit, we can't do that. So we started a nonprofit called True Community, and we submitted our paperwork almost five months ago to the IRS to get a 501c3 approval, and we're still waiting. And when you check the status of your application online, the 1023, which is the the number of the form, the long form, if you you fill out a 1023EZ, I'll go into a little more details if you guys want, the 1023EZ allows you to raise $50,000 a year for the first three years, and then after that, you can be reevaluated. We are going to raise more than fifty thousand. Didn't want to do that, and it just had a lot of uh, it had a lot of issues with it. And there are some other nonprofits out there that have filed that ten twenty three and raised a tremendous amount more of money, and now they're in trouble. And I'm not looking to do that. So we took the time, spent the money, and I'm not talking about a couple dollars. It's thousands of dollars to to put the five hundred one c three together. The questionnaire, you have to have an attorney look at it. You've got to get all the right documentation together. And then it's hurry up and wait with the IRS. And I didn't expect anything otherwise, but they're in June 11th of 2021. They're almost a year behind on getting these filled out. I don't know why they're so far behind. You know, like anything else, it's a government entity and you've got to depend on them. But at the end of the day, it's it's stupid that you can't get things filed quick enough to be able to handle the things that need to be done. And that ties into the economy and also uh, all the issues that you're having in the supply chain. I mean, windows are an issue, roofing is an issue, appliances are an issue. It just seems like it's it's a whole issue altogether, and it's just dumb. And a lot of this could be solved flat out if we actually got the government out of the way and just started doing what we needed to do as private businesses or businesses. Uh, if you want to call it the industries, but that is the other thing. That's, that's one of the other things that's kicking me in the butt is in, in the gut, excuse me, is being able to function as a, not as a pro a for-profit in a nonprofit world is tough in these, in this situation before it was doable and we were able to work through it and had a lot of different things, but now it, it's hard. You know, even with our rehabs, it's hard. It's not It's not that we're giving up. It's just I have to find a better way to make this work. And the other thing that is out there is roughly about 70%. I would call it 68%. I, I've not kept, you know, official numbers. But roughly 68% of people that come to us to buy a house can't buy a house because they've got bad credit or they have no credit or they've got some type of issues. And 
that really slows down our progress in what we're doing. And it really is sad that we have that many people that can't qualify for a mortgage and they don't want to actually do the work. They want to actually do a rent to own and, or carry a contract. So rent to own, you guys got to understand what that is. Um, but if you do a real rent to own, it doesn't work because ultimately they're renting it during that time. And then at the end of the rental, they have to buy it out. So they've wasted all that time on their renting and getting nothing out of it. So then they step up to let's do a contract and you do a contract that's carrying a note. It's a private mortgage. If it's done right and it goes to a servicing company, like where you and I would send our mortgage payments to, that's a servicing company. Um, you would actually, you know, get principal and interest paid and then they would, they'd be able to write off their mortgage interest at the end of the year, blah, blah, blah. But most will just record a contract that says, okay, you need to give me X amount of payments for this dollar amount over this period of time. And after that, I'll sign the title over to you. So none of that gets recorded. None of that, none, uh, excuse me, it, it potentially could get recorded at the county recorder's office or your local recorder. But the buyer or the home, I, I don't even know if you want to call them a homeowner, the person that's living in the house doesn't get any benefits of the home ownership because there's not a mortgage in place and there's n there's not a piece put in place that um, forces the person that's selling it to make sure that they can write their interest off. So again, we're playing in these shadows of credit and it just doesn't make any sense. And most of these people that come to us want to do that. And I, and I try to talk them out of it and changing hearts and minds is not a thing that is good at all. I, I, I don't want to do it. Uh, it's a pain in the butt. Um, but it needs these individuals or these people need to know that they're going to have to make a change in their life. And until they're ready to make a change in their life, we can't help them. We can meet them where they're at, but they've got to do the work. And if they don't want to do the work, nothing happens. So with that being said, our for-profit can't keep on putting in the time and effort into helping these people long-term because we are for-profit. So that is why we, we put together True Community, a nonprofit that would be able to work with these individuals on a monthly basis for however long they needed to be able to get their credit right. And we could do it through financial coaching, which will help them, you know, to budget and, and make payments on a monthly basis on time and be able to um, start learning how to effectively manage their money. And there's not a lot of places out there that will work in this space, especially for lower income individuals. A lot of people don't want to do it. And there is 
there's there's the caveat of the the stick and carrot in this situation. You really have to incentivize these individuals to do the work. And the only way to do that is you got to give them a carrot. And that carrot typically will have to be money towards buying a house or some type of monetary compensation. They have to pay for the service. That's the number one thing. If they're if they are not paying for the service, it won't happen. It won't work. It just they have no skin in the game. And if they have no skin in the game, they tend to fall by the wayside very quickly. And charging them a nominal fee just so they would stay involved and be able to continue with improving their credit is huge. Sorry, guys, I had a sneeze. Um, but when, but when they don't pay for a service, unfortunately it's free and they don't think very highly of it. And what happens is they don't complete and it's unfortunate. And that, that's another thing that's really kicking me in the gut is being able to get true community off the ground getting grants and donations flowing while we're waiting for the 501c3 to be approved. And also to start putting people into our financial coaching um, group. I don't want to say group, our our financial coaching uh, program. And then at the same time, looking for land to develop that we could put affordable houses on with our grants that we're working on. And, just all of these things together, along with losing Bob. My girlfriend's father is in the hospital with COVID. Uh, he, he's uh, not doing too hot. So we'll, we'll see where that goes. Um, it's just tough. You, you add in the personal things, you add in the business stuff. And you, and you get kicked enough times, you're like, why do I want to get back up? And, and I haven't thought about not getting back up. I just keep on asking myself, when does the rain stop? And when does the storm pass? And I start getting some clear skies. Because I've been fighting a lot of this for a while. And it takes a toll on you. And guys, I'm not saying... Uh, I've got the answers to any of this stuff. I know the one thing that helps me is a positive outset. Um, I should say I'm more like a positive mindset, but it's tough at times to stay positive, especially when you're dealing with all the negativity that comes along or the frustrations that come along. It, It just, it's just a Royal pain in the butt. And for me personally, for for me to get through these things every single day, I have to sit down and I journal and I and I write about the things that I'm thankful for, but I also put out my uh, my feelings and emotions of of what happened during the day and how I reacted to things and how I can do better. 
I try to put a smile on my face. I, I try to be happy. I, I try to reflect on the positive things that happened. But sometimes it's just not that easy. You have to kind of just sit back and suck it up and deal with it. And sometimes that is difficult too. And when you're when you're in that in those dark days and and you know it's raining it's hard and and you've got to find positivity in everything that you're doing cuz otherwise nothing gets done and you get overwhelmed and then everything stops and i am not I am not a person that's going to let things overwhelm me. Do I get emotional? Yes. Do I cry? Yes. You saw me cry earlier. Um, but I find a way to persevere and, and push through. Uh, it's just right now it's, it's hard because it feels like I've got a lot on my plate and I don't have a lot of things coming off my plate and I'm looking for help and guidance uh, and understanding where things go in life. Um, it's it's tough. I mean, you know, the best things that you want out of life are, are the ones that are worth fighting for. And I'm fighting for all of them. I'm fighting for True Best. I'm fighting for True Community. I'm fighting for True, true Podcast. I'm fighting for True Coaching. Um, I'm fighting for all of them. All of them have great things. We just have to get them all wrapped up into to one big happy uh, family and let things roll. I mean, we also we also have our platform that we're developing that will be coming out soon. It's there's just a lot going on, and with the loss of Bob, I I really had to sit back and reflect and understand how my life changed. When I got him, he, I didn't, I didn't adopt him. He adopted me. We matched right from the beginning. At the time I, I had another dog. His name was Red. He was a half, uh, Irish setter, half retriever. Um, I lost him also to cancer. So I've lost two dogs to cancer. Um, and it's tough. And with today's day and age, and unfortunately, um, I'm just like myself. I like to eat good stuff and put good fuel in my body. Bob and Red both ate raw diets and couldn't stop, you know, the 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 c word to get them. And unfortunately, in today's day and age, dogs have a fifty fifty shot at at getting cancer, and that's shitty. It it just it breaks my heart that they have a 50, 50 shot at getting cancer. If you're not a dog fan, I get it. Um, both red and Bob changed my life and were able to help me get through life and some difficult times. Red traveled a lot with me because during that time I was working in the finance space, the financial industry, and I moved quite a bit and he went with me. And every time we moved, he didn't complain. He just adjusted and went through the whole process. And he was there through some, you know, tough times, my divorce and other things. And Bob has moved with me twice. 
um, three times, I'm sorry. And that dog was always happy, always, always wanted to greet me. And it just made life so much easier. And that's why I'm kind of reflecting on inspiration and being able to overcome adversity because the simple things in life of just staying happy and smiling is huge. You know, tell your loved ones that you love them and tell your friends that you care about them and you're there um, to listen to them and support them. You know, and, and people that are, are total uh, jerks that treat other people horribly, kick them out of your life. You don't need people like that. You need people that are going to care for you and help you and support you. Uh, and you do the same for them. You bring value to them as much as they bring value to you. That's how we get through life. That's how we become a better society. That's how we become better humans. We become better husbands, wives boyfriends, girlfriends, uncles, aunts, brothers, sisters. I don't know what else. I'm out of ideas on that one. But it's tough to to lose someone that you care deeply about and you felt like it was way too soon. Uh, as a good friend told me, it's borrowed time. Uh, I can't agree, but it's also, it's difficult. Um, just for the simple fact, he was my dog. He was my child. I mean, he was my four-legged child. He probably ate better than most kids do. He had a phenomenal diet, and maybe that's what allowed him to live longer. I don't know. It It just sends me back to I need to reflect on the positive things that have happened and take the things that are really kicking me in the gut and put them aside and figure out one by one, peel the layer of the onion back, however you want to do it, and start tackling them. Because I'm not going to sit here and continue to swirl in, in my sadness, uh, I'm going to honor him. You know, I'm going to remember him. He's always going to be in my heart. But at the same time, I know he wants me to go on. And I have to go on because I have other people depending on me. And I'm not going to let somebody else down. I I don't like that feeling when it happens to me and I don't want anybody else to experience that feeling because of me. It's tough. There's times I break down and I I just have to stop and and do my thing and, and move forward. But when you, but when you fight and you get, you get through it, There is, there's a rainbow on the other side. There's, there's sun on the other side, but you, but you know that you can do it and it's only going to help you become stronger when something else goes awry. Unfortunately, life isn't always great and life isn't always crappy. So we have to balance the two out. I I just, for me, it, 
it just sends reflect. It just made me reflect a lot more on the things that I'm dealing with and how trivial trivial some of them can be, and how life is what we make it. And we're only on this earth for a period of time, which we don't know how long. And if we don't take life for what it is and move forward and make it into what we want it to be, then all we're doing is losing the most valuable commodity we have, and that's time. You can never get time back. Living in the past, you can't do anything about it. You can't change it. Have I tried to want to change and bring Bob back? Oh, yeah, I did. Many times. But I know I can only change what's in front of me or right now. And that's why I'm sharing this with you guys is don't live in the past. Don't try to do the what ifs. It's it's not worth it because you're going to live there and you're going to you're going to miss everything that's in front of you. And then you'll really regret not being able to do what you wanted to do with life. Makes makes plenty of sense to me. Uh, it's easier said than done. But all we can control is the three seconds in front of us. We can start planning weeks and months out, but you can't affect it until you actually get there. So the past is the past. It's already done. It's written in the, it's written in the uh, record books and it's closed. We're here. We're now three seconds ahead. And there you go. That's all you can do, guys. Reflect on how good your life is. Be thankful for the things that you have. Be thankful for the people that you have in your life. Your animals, too. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to be able to get back up, fight through, and overcome adversity. That's the only way you get your life back on track and get yourself into, I call it, happy days, happy times, whatever you want to call it. It's tough. I know. I'm struggling. But guess what? I got to keep fighting and keep moving forward. And understanding exactly what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to get these businesses rocking and rolling to where we can find ways around all these supply chain constraints. And really, really change the way how this industry works and how this nonprofit section actually works. In general, is at the end of the day, we all have a calling, passion, whatever. Go after it. Do your thing. Don't be afraid. Don't give up. Get kicked down, get back up. Get kicked down, get back up. But depend on the people that are around you your family, your loved ones, friends, animals, whatever you want to do. Just make sure you don't give up. All right, guys. I hope you guys have a good one. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have conversations. It's okay to disagree. 
Just don't cancel the other person out. We need to be better communicators. Talk to you guys on the other side. Have a good one.